I have a little boy who will be three in March and a little girl who is a year. She just turned a year in December. So they're about 21 months apart. So busy. Mm-hmm. My oldest goes to school on Friday mornings and I'm a part of a mom's group and our neighborhood is very busy. There's lots and lots of little kids. So if I go out in the afternoon or there's a park right down the street from our house. So when it's not snowy and cold out, cause we're in Minnesota, <laughs> when it's not snowy and cold out, then we're out there. Like it's in the thirties this week. So I'm like, well, maybe we'll go for a walk then because <laughs> well, it's sunny out. So it's nice and warm and sunny. Um, <laughs> I, I was born in, ra- well, not born, but I was raised in Arizona. So that's coming from an Arizona girl. <laughs> um, but we, I've been listening to your podcast. And one of the things that like, I've kind of realized works for our family is I really have like three main chunks. So like I have my morning chunk and then like my non-negotiable lunch nap time or rest time. Cause my oldest is almost to the point where he's not going to be napping, yeah. but he gets so worn out. And then in the afternoon chunk and then dinner, bath, bed, you know, dinner, pick up toys, bath, bed. Um, and that's kind of how I operate my day. So like, I'm like, okay, well in the morning, what am I going to do? So when I look at my schedule for the week, I say, okay, well, mom's group is going here. Mom's group is going here. Mom's grouping is going is here. There's toddler Tuesdays on Tuesdays, Fridays, always school in the morning. And then we've kind of kept Fridays really like low key. So he goes to school in the morning, lunch, nap. And then I've started instituting like movie Fridays. So it's like a little bit of family time. Uh Oh. My little one's crying. We'll see if she can recover. Um, So we've done movie Fridays. Then during the week, I've kind of like planned out my week that then I really do something out of the house in the morning with my kids. If we are planning something out of the house, if not, then we like veg in and that's just our plan to veg in. Um, And then in the afternoons, two days out of the week, I have a high schooler that comes to my house excuse me. So from three to five, she comes and that's my time. I can fold laundry. I can sit and read my book. My husband sometimes will be like, take a shower, sleep, (laughs) take a nap. Um, because my husband leaves at eight in the morning and then is usually not home until eight at night. So I really am doing the morning all the way until like they're in bed by the time he comes home. Um, And I do, I do have a side hustle. I do, um, have an MLM that I work with and I, uh, I actually have two like that I'm kind of working with, I guess. I'm not really like pushing either of them. One I did really, really, um, hardcore and I had like really good success with it. And then I wasn't able to book parties off of that. And so I'm like, well, it's not really the parties I want. There's more that I want to it. And so I am kind of looking at how I can fit in pockets of time. And I kind of am a procrastinator. And so to me, I really am just like, I probably just need a little more discipline in my life. Yeah. But that's kind of the rundown of life. What's happening here. I do meal plan on the weekends. That's one thing I is like, we have purchased a cow and a pig. So we, I just look at what our meat is. Like we have a family friend that does it. So we just bought from them and they butchered it in beer. And we just, I'm like, okay, what are we going to have this week? Pork chops and a roast and a ham. Like then I plan around that. And then I add in chicken from what we've purchased. So I do meal plan on the weekends. 
grocery shopping is my saving grace time on Saturday. My husband will have the kids in the morning and I leave the house and I grocery shop, even though it's not like relaxing because I still am doing something, but still that's like my time. I get a coffee. I don't really stress about how long it takes me. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that's kind of our rundown and plan and life that right now. Yeah. So when it comes to your need to make money for the family or your desire to make money for the family off of your MLM, how are you feeling about that? Are you feeling compromised by your role as a mom and frustrated with being able to earn money? Or do you feel like you have as much time as you need to be able to work on making money for your business? My biggest thing is I get to nap time and that's like when a lot of people will put in that time is they like, okay, my kids are down and I'm going to put in time. Well, to me, I'm like, well, it's nap time. This is my only downtime or seven o'clock hits. And I'm like, I'm going to sit down for five minutes. Well, then five minutes turns into an hour mm -hmm. or even nap time. I'll sit down for nap time and I'll be like, okay, I've been a lot better about it recently about like, I, do I really need to sit on Instagram for a whole entire hour or can I sit on Instagram for five minutes and then really fill my cup with reading a book or doing something like that? And so that's the other thing too, is like, I do enjoy doing some of those things. And one of the things that I do want to do is with my MLM with books, I would like to create some kind of worksheet. So I'm like researching at this point, how I can go about getting some work done and then going from there and adding an extra income. And it's a desire to do it. Not necessarily that I have to do it. It's just more of, I want to provide for our family and help out, but yet I still want to provide as a mom. And so I'm kind of in this struggle of, do I continue trying to do it through an MLM or is my job to be a mom right now? Yeah. So that's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. And I, I would say that I have, really struggled with a, what my, what my biblical perspectives are and what I'm supposed to do as a mom and raising kids and making money. And then also if that wasn't even in the picture, how do I grapple with the huge calling on my heart to do something other than motherhood? Even if I feel like, yeah, I really want to be with my kids all the time. When I'm with my kids, I'm constantly thinking of this other thing that I know was put inside of me for a reason. And I want to, yep. I want to explore it. That doesn't mean that I want to put my kids off all the time, you know? Yeah. Well, and I, like I started getting this like little twinge, like this bug, like you should do this. And I follow a lot of people. I listen to a lot of stuff. I put my earbuds in, in the morning when I'm doing my dishes to listen to my podcast. So I listen to a lot of stuff, a lot of minimalist stuff. And I follow a lot of people that do a lot of homeschool stuff. Mm -hmm. And I used to be a teacher. And so I'm like, I could easily make worksheets, but I don't, don't know how, I don't know where to start. And so I'm just in that process of going on Google, finding my answers, figuring out where I can buy pictures. And that's my other struggle too, is if it's something that I can create on the computer, I don't feel like I should have to purchase something, but yet I know that in order to do any kind of MLM, you had to purchase a kit. So I have to purchase some kind of graphics because I'm only going to do one thing. I'm not going to make graphics and I'm going to make a worksheet and I'm going to do all this stuff. So part of me is like, every time I sit down with my little guy, I'm like, Oh, I could be doing X, Y, and Z with you. And I could have made it and, or we could have made it and it could have been invested. You and I could have had a little more invested time in it. Um, 
And I've kind of run into a couple roadblocks with it. Like I've asked a couple other people like, Hey, what do you do? Or, Hey, can you give me some tips? And they just don't respond, but they respond to all my other messages. So it's frustrating, but yet like I have that desire to go and do something more. Sorry, she's wailing now. I have the desire to go do something more. So we'll see. Do you want to go check on her? Oh, she's still wailing. We'll see. I I feel so bad because I totally get like when you're like, hurry up and go to sleep, you know? So seriously, take your time. If you want to call me back, whatever you need to do. Welcome to Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe. This is a special episode of a motherhood productivity session where I dive deep one-on-one with a mama that feels just like you and just like me. She's trying to be everything to everyone all the time. If you're ready to figure out how you can take your day from overwhelm, treading water, and barely keeping your nose above water, being exhausted and ready to give up by the time you get to your bed at the end of the day with zero time to even think about how to fix it for the next day, into a deep sense of purpose with confidence and running an orderly home with ample time to take care of yourself, listen up. This is where we get it done. I know you're not going to want to miss the nitty gritty between me and this mama. So what do you say? Let's dive in to a motherhood productivity session. Back to our conversation, but um, I know one of my issues is, and that's something that's like pulling on my heartstrings is I really should be getting up probably a half an hour before my kids. Like that would really help my morning. I know it would, but I just need to have some discipline to freaking do it. So, um, but like, that's the whole thing. Like my little girl, she sleeps in the bed with us. She sleeps in our bedroom still. Like that was our plan is that a year she would move out, but now we're in the cold. And so we're like, that's the other thing too, is my little guy has socks on and his jammies, his fleece jammies, footed jammies and a blanket. Now we've introduced a blanket to him at two, at two and a half. We're like, here's your blanket. (laughs) So, so for her with negative temps, we're like, well, she's going to sleep with us because it's cold. Mm -hmm. It's so cold. Like Logan slept where our little guy slept with us last year when it was negatives. So we've been trying really hard to be aware of the temperatures. And so I don't think until it gets warmer, will we move her crib into her room? So So that's just going to have to be something that you make a personal decision on. And if it's something that you really want to do, then you're going to have to get your kids sleeping in their own beds, in their own rooms on a consistent schedule. Cause that is really where the whole thing starts. If you don't have a consistent schedule, you can't show up to work consistently. And if your husband doesn't show up to work consistently, he doesn't get paid and you wouldn't either. Right. So if you, that's, that's what it really all boils down to is if your kids are on a consistent schedule, there's no way that you're going to be able to grow a business in the mom cracks of the day that you, you can't depend on. You have no idea when they're going to be there and when they're not. So let me just talk to you about some options that you could have if you decided to go that route and when you decide to go that route. Do know that that morning time, like I do see sometimes like if my oldest will get up with me and I 
don't typically turn on the TV. Like we've kind of gotten in a routine that the TV just doesn't go on in the morning and he gets some cereal and he finds something to do in the morning that I have a lot easier morning. Like I can make my coffee and make my husband smoothie. I can sit down and actually pick up a book and read a book or I could, he's at the point where computers are exciting. So if I sat down at the computer, he'd be like, mom, what are you doing? Mom, what are you doing? And so it's hard when he's awake to do it. And even my one-year-old now is to the point where she just is so clingy and wants me that I'm like, I'm not going to get anything done. Right. So yeah. that's why I, that's why I had said that if you want to seriously build a business for yourself, instead of just dabbling in it. I think you've dabbled mm -hmm. to the point to where you feel like, okay, this is something that I want to do. And only you will know when the right time is to do that. But mm -hmm. there would be things like making sure that they are on a schedule that you could have predictability with so that, yeah. you, know that you could be consistent there. And so going through what those little things are like just talking about the sleep and the temperature and that and getting that situated. And then the discipline aspect that I heard you talk about a couple times with yourself, right? That, yeah. that is that I struggle with that big time because it's really easy to be disciplined when things are going really well and we feel really good. But then when a, a kid gets sick, or even if our spouses get sick or like the weather changes when we don't expect it to, it's just like, I feel like there's so many dynamics in motherhood. And then that's when it makes it hard for me to be disciplined in those things. If I don't feel good, I don't want to get up and all that kind of stuff, but I've already committed and I'm in it. And so I do it, but it's very easy for you right now in this space where you're thinking, oh, well, maybe I could, I'm not sure, maybe I would, to so just sit down, try and just commit to two days a week. If you can find five hours in total, if it's, if you can do that and you feel good with that, then you can say, all right, maybe I can take on 10 and see where you can build in 10. You don't have to do it all at once. It can be something where you really test out and see, is this gonna work for my family? Is this even gonna work for me? Yeah. I think the other thing too, oh, I was just thinking about it. I should have written it down. I don't remember. Keep talking. I might remember it. Yeah. It comes back up. <laughs> just like interrupt me. Yeah. Because the, the hardest part about, and, and why I'm even doing this and, and trying to get moms to a place where they feel like they can do motherhood and work from home because so many of us have to work. And then for those of us that don't have to work, we want to work. <laughs> it's like, but what do we do with our kids? We don't want to give up our kids. And so it's just constantly the space of feeling like what in the world, like how the heck do I make this happen? And the only thing that I can say, and that I believe in so much is a, you have to be disciplined. You have to be disciplined. And I remember what it was. my thing is. I think a lot of times too, I'll sit down and be like, oh, hey, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z work. And then I sit down and I'm like, where do I start? Okay. <laughs> How do I start? Where do I start? What do I do? So there's been a few times where I'm like, oh, I'm going to do my MLM. But then I'm like, I signed up under someone that I found on Facebook or Instagram because I wanted to grow my Instagram following and I wanted to do a lot of things through Instagram. Um, she hasn't reached out to me. I have no idea who she is. Sign up with someone that you know. <laughs> but I 
know that she's pumped up some of our other people. And so I'm like, well, I did all this like work. I feel like I worked really hard and I asked people and I went out on a limb, even though they say that you shouldn't ask people, but to start up, I asked people and I was doing really well and I had a really good ball rolling. But then as I got to this point where my ball had stopped, I was like, what do I do now? And honestly, I haven't reached out to her. I probably could reach out to her, but I'm almost to the point where I'm like, one of the, one of the MLMs I listen to, I'm like, or the podcast I listen to, I'm like, I don't need your help. I'm going to blaze my own trail and you're going to watch me do it. <laughs> and so I found a couple of things that her leader has posted that I'm like, you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm going to commit to, um, posting every day. Or I started doing like on, in October, I posted a book every day and it wasn't necessarily, a book from my MLM, it was maybe a book from the library so that it wasn't just all salesy, it was also helping people. And so that was another thing that I was like, well, if I'm gonna create curriculum or worksheets or anything like that, like, okay, well, let's do something with Halloween. Well, here's five Halloween books, here's a counting book, here's an ABC book, okay, then here are six activities you can do with it. And then go from there to figure out how to go from there. And so I think actually making a worksheet and having a plan with some kind of books is where I need to go. And I think that I, the reason that I signed up with the MLM was because I wanted to use them as a tool to teach. And ultimately my teaching was creating some kind of worksheets. So I think I keep going back to this. Okay. I need to make these kind of worksheets that someone could use that someone could sell that someone could purchase and use with their two-year-old or use with their kindergartner or use with someone that's struggling but I haven't figured out how to start it. So I think I'm finally to that point where I'm like, I have a little bit of a fire. I looked yesterday. I think it was, I was like, okay, I have five minutes. I'm just going to sit down and look at my computer. And I think I had to make a couple appointments and I was like, I'm going to look it up right now. And I watched a video and I was like, Oh, that's how you do it. So then I'm like, okay, well maybe I need to find free graphics in order to then make something and then go from there. So I think I'm kind of starting that ball rolling, but sitting down to actually work. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know where to start. Yeah. So. Well, the, the, the love hate relationship with working from home is it is very unlike making a decision. Like I want to be a teacher and going to someone and they give you a roadmap at a university and they say, here, take all these courses, show up at this time, do all the things. And then you work out who's going to take care of your kids. You show up and then someone gives you this grand finale of a degree and you're like, okay, now this is what I do with this. And, and it's so easy in that way, even though it's really hard to let your kids be taken care of by someone else. And it's really hard to go and, and work in a job while someone else takes care of your kids. There's pros and cons to that. Well, when you're working mm -hmm. from home, you get to be with your kids, but then you have to figure out what the heck you're supposed to do to actually feel like you're accomplishing something in a business. And it takes a lot longer and it takes a lot more patience. Yeah. My suggestion for you is you're going to have to pick one thing. You're going to have to decide one thing and it might not be the thing and it might not work in six weeks from now. And it may in two weeks, four weeks or five months be something that you learn a lot from and it wasn't successful, or it might lead you to something that's really amazing you just don't know. And that it's just the nature and the spirit of building your own business and building your own brand. But if you have ideas, 
they're there for a reason and they definitely think that you should do something with them because they sound like great ideas. They sound like things that I would totally use. Like, hey, let me have some of that. But I want you to know that if you can't find consistency for you and your schedule, you're going to end up feeling defeated because you have this thing that you're running after that you can't ever catch up to. So you have to lay the foundation for yourself in what hours am I going to be able to give to my passion when I'm not having to take care of my kids. And you had mentioned that your son goes to school on Friday mornings. And then did you say you have a sitter twice a week from three to five? Yeah. Yep. Okay. In on average, most days, not every day, but most days, do you feel like you have the physical and emotional energy to put into this passion of yours if you knew where to begin? Yes. Okay. I think there's a lot of things, like a lot of puzzle pieces. I feel like when you're a new mom, I feel like a new mom is until you hit a year, a one-year-old. <laughs> So I feel like we're just now kind of getting into a groove mm -hmm. of like, okay, we're almost to the point where both of them are only taking one nap or only having quiet time. Mm -hmm. And I can go to the gym in the morning. Like we finally got a gym membership. So my husband's like, you can shower at the gym. You could sit at the cafe for an hour. You have childcare at the gym. So uh, that's something else that I, uh, an option I have. My goal also there is to go two days out of the week if we don't have something from mom's group. So like this week, we're probably not going to get it all get to go at all this week. Last week I went two times, but again, that's another transition that my daughter's trying to figure out and she, you know, only lasts an hour. So I don't have a set time at the gym yet. Um, but I feel like by doing that, I'll have the energy to put into my kids and put into a side hustle. And I think so many times if we are at home or if we go out, then we come home and I'm like, Oh, I got to pick up the toys and I got to do the dishes and I have all this stuff to do. And I've tried really hard um, for like a few weeks to make sure that we ran the dishwasher every night. And in the morning it made my morning so much easier. So I've tried to continue that, but some nights my dishwasher's overflowing. So I leave the dishes up. Well, then it's just a never ending ketchup battle. So then I just have to find like one day that I'm like, okay, I'm going to run the dishwasher twice. So it, it varies from week to week. Like some weeks I'm like, I'm over this. Like I'm frustrated by the end of the night. I'm like, just get in bath, get a, go to bed. Um, but I think that's how every mom is. I think there's the pros and the cons and the goods and the bads and just everything. I mean, that's what motherhood is. Um, but overall, yes, I would say I do have the energy. It's just a matter of knowing where to start. Okay. Yeah. So we'll talk about a little bit more at length about knowing where to start in just a second, but I want to circle back to everything that you just said, as far as I don't think that every mom has the discipline in them, or maybe they do, but they just don't want to commit to it, right? Like you're sitting in this space where you're like, I think it would really help me. I know I just need to be more disciplined. Like you hear that. And now, yeah. now you know that now it's just a choice, right? And yeah. so in order for you to get to the point, even in a year from now where you've allowed yourself 15 hours a week, because 
you can start a business on five hours a week, but if it starts really going and it starts rolling, there's going to be demands of you that you can't just shut down unless you are okay with losing all of the momentum. And, and you've experienced that you get all this momentum yeah. going and then you just totally backslide. And I did that with my first business because my kiddos were much younger and yeah. I learned a lot from that. Now that mine are two and a half and seven and a half. Yeah. It's opened up a little bit more opportunity and consistency that that would be something that I would suggest that you really think about. And it doesn't have to be everything all at once, but getting these systems into place where <clears throat> you can, you can see that regularly that there is a dependability within your discipline that the dishes are going to be done every morning when you wake up. Like for the past week, I, you, I, you just saw on my social media, I had dishes in my sink, the same dishes in my sink for three days because I was just like, nah. last week my kids were sick. But I know that I can count on myself to not live like that in a, in a pattern. I know how to stop that. I know what my foundation is and I built that so that I could start a business. And that is what you'll have to do if you want to get into a business that doesn't stress you out. So you could start a business right now and you could totally go after it, but then you're always going to have that emotional disconnect with how are you handling motherhood and how are you running a business? And it's going to affect your marriage. It's going to affect your mental health. It's going to affect the way that you parent your kids. So definitely just look at maybe a good starting point is can you set your alarm and can you get up 30 minutes before your kids in the morning? Can you just start there? And if you can start with that discipline, that's great. So that's what I wanted to talk about as far as your stay at home mom role and duties are concerned. If you want to be successful at growing and nurturing this other part of you, it's going to start there. And then once you feel like, yes, I can totally do that. And I'm confident that I'm committed to it. It's not going to be perfect, but that you're committed to it. Then we can talk about, well, where do you even start? <laughs> what do you even do? You know, it's like I sit down and I don't even know what to do with my time. And that's hard. That is really hard, especially when you're, when you're beginning. And would you say that you have any, any part of a perfectionist in you? Do you struggle with wanting things to be done a certain way? You, you're yeah. okay with doing it even though you don't really know how. Yes. Okay. So that's right. Yeah. I mean, that's where you're going to start. So what you want to do right now is think about what is that one thing that you're thinking about all the time? I've heard you mention it three times. You want to make worksheets. Start mm -hmm. there, write it down, get a, get a book, right? And yeah. a journal of some sort. It could just be like a, like I use this little legal pad. Can you see this? Yep. Okay. I can't see myself on the screen anymore. This happened to me last night and I don't know how to fix it. All I can well, see I can and it's like a little teeny tiny screen. I have no idea how to fix it. I don't know what happened. So I can't see. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's just you. I'm not there anymore. I'm gone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So I'll have to figure that out later. So get, get, get something where all of your information is going to be kept in one spot. If you're really good with the computer, um, you can create a file or a folder on your computer that just says, um, whatever the name of your business is, right. Or yep. even if it doesn't have a name and you're just going to pick one goal, just one thing, right. I want to start by building worksheets. The most important thing is that you sit down 
and you write down what your ideal timeframes of the day are. And I, I, you have mentioned multiple times that you are a better person if you get up 15 minutes before your kids. Listen to that. Just do it, right? Okay. If you're saying that and you know that, it means you need to do it. But that doesn't okay. mean you can't stay up late. That means that if your kids get up, if your kids get up at 6.30, use that time frame. If they get up at 7. Okay. If your oldest is getting up before that and you said that you have the the like the green okay. and red. yeah mm -hmm. and that's fine whatever time frame he has to come out of his bedroom like if you let him come out at six o'clock then you need to be up 15 minutes before that right and if he's still in bed then cool guess what you get to do until he gets up you get to tackle your to-do list you get to I get to go let the dogs out <laughs> Freezing cold. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's horrible. But so there needs to be a moment in your week where you sit down, like after we finish this phone call within the next week, where you sit down and you write down what is your ideal bedtime. It doesn't have to be what mine is, it doesn't have to be what a morning person's bedtime is. But guess what? Your kids don't really care that you're a night owl, they're going to get up at the same time every morning. And if you like, if you want to do work until 10, 11 o'clock and your kid's getting up at 540, regularly getting up at six o'clock, are you getting enough sleep? True. You know, True. like, and, and no one knows what your life looks like. And you're, you and your husband might have a really good flow where you're up in the evening, but are you functioning the way that you need to be functioning on limited sleep? And those are things that you have to look at and you need to sit down you need to write out Every, like what time do my kids get up? What time do I like to go to bed and just adjust it? Do you need seven hours of sleep? Or are you like me? And it's like nine and you think the world is bliss. Like I really have, I would love to sleep nine hours every single night in my life, but I know that I function on eight. And so it takes so much for me to get out of bed at five instead of six o'clock in the morning. And it's really really hard. It's really hard for me. <laughs> you sound like you're in a really great place to be able to start exploring these really awesome ideas that you have. Just know that it's going to grow at the rate that it's supposed to grow at. And the only thing that you can promise yourself is commitment to showing up regularly. As long as you are putting in to your kids and to your marriage, to yourself, you're getting enough sleep and you're doing your meal prepping and you're not yelling at your kids and you know, you're really functioning and operating in, in your heart of hearts, the way that you feel like you should be, then you're in a really great place to start putting more energy into what you feel like you should be doing. And all you have to do, the only thing you need to do is sit down and write it down on paper. What are my ideal time frames? and commits to showing up, give or take those, those, those mom days, right? But showing up at the same time every day. And that's when you're going to get your work done. Then when you sit down and say, okay. well, what work am I doing? Yeah. So what question for you? So are you saying I should do, I should say, okay, if I have a sitter, Monday and Thursday, every Monday I work and every Friday I work because that's when my little guy goes to school and that's when I have care for both of my kids. Or would it be better if I said, okay, Monday, I'm going to put in 
these are my hours and my task, my goal is to get three worksheets done. And if I get all three of them done in that time frame, then maybe Friday morning, I'm not going to work. I'm going to do something around the house. Is that something that is a feasible trade-off? Is that something that's like something that I have to do? Or is that something that I should say like, okay, I'm going to commit X amount of hours or X amount of blocks. And then from there decide let it organically figure out itself. Like, okay, well, if I get three done today, then let's see how many I can get done on Friday. Or if I have no ideas, then I'm not going to sit down at a blank screen on Friday. Right. I really love that question because there has to be some flexibility with what you're doing in your business. And if you get to those three things and you feel like oh my gosh, I'm really excited. I want to utilize that time on Friday and I do want to do more work. Go ahead and do it. Yeah, for sure. But if you feel like, oh man, I really could use that time for something else, then use that time for something else. It's flexible enough for you to do that. You can be successful either way. Of course, my suggestion would be to make sure that the cleaning that you need to have done is built in outside of the times when you would be working. So when you get to Friday, you don't feel like there's anything that needs to be done in that time frame. And okay. for me, that's the most important thing is that you know everything that needs to be accomplished every single week and it lives in your schedule. It has a time frame, Like how everything in your home every like item in your house has a home, like you know where it lives. So too should be the things that you're doing throughout your week. They should have a home in a time block somewhere. You should know how many hours in a week you want to give to cleaning. And the reason I say that is because there's always something that could be done. There's always something that you could be cleaning. And I've just learned that I'm not going to clean. I'm not going to keep cleaning and keep cleaning and keep cleaning because it never ends. Like it literally never ends. And I just am like, look, this is the list of things that I made for myself to clean this week. They're done. That's it. Yep. I still have dirty toilets. Cool. I'm not cleaning them this week because this is what I wanted to clean this week. I set aside two hours to clean my house this week and I did that. And so I'm not cleaning anymore. Right. And then when yeah. I sit, when I sit down and I'm working from home, all of those other things that are constantly calling my attention that I need to get done, I don't talk to them. <laughs> like We're not talking right now because I set this time up for myself. Now, you could do what you wanted with that time, but I do think that it's a great idea. And what an awesome resource. You have a sitter that comes over for two hours. That's twice a week. That's really cool. And your son goes to school. Like, yes, capitalize on that amazing, exciting time. And, and even if you just sit down and you get, you make some headway with the research that you do on how to build these worksheets, that's great. It was undivided time for you to really watch your brain, brain flourish and grow and learn and teach. And that's what it's about, right? There's this, there's this gift that's in you that other people could benefit from. And so you're going to use that time for that. If you get to that time frame and there's something in your kids' lives that really needs your attention and they're sick or what have you, definitely, obviously you're going to give that time to your kids, but I, I, would not, I wouldn't say give it to a task, to something on your to-do list, if that makes sense. And I think the only way for you to know exactly what the best use of your time is, is to sit down and put some things on paper, literally get 
a piece of paper out and put down everything that you want to see happen in a week. I've talked about my grade eight, my fundamental things, my fundamental needs. You haven't done that. I have to do your workbook. <laughs> okay, start with the workbook because, <laughs> I mean, you can, you can be as creative as you want. You are your own boss. You make your own schedule. You're, you do whatever you want. And only, you know, like I could sit here and I could tell you, Oh yeah, don't use your sitter for cleaning. Use it for this. But I don't know the complexities of putting your kids in snowsuits that are car seat compatible and like all the things like, I don't know the complexities of that. Only, you know, the intricacies of your life. But what I can offer to you is to tell you that the number one system that you need to put into place comes from knowing what has to be done for you and your husband and your kids to feel whole every single week. Those have to be built in and you're going to find the most realistic and convenient times for those to be happening. You know, like you won't be able to, to make sense of it in your head. You need to get it on paper. You need to know bedtimes and wake up times and nap times. And okay, so if I need two hours a week for cleaning, where's the best place to put that? And if I need two hours a week to go and run errands and to-dos, where's the best place to put that? So that's where you start to see things because you already have to go out to take your son to school, right? Mm -hmm. So to-dos could very easily be after you drop them out, him off because you're already out of the house. Now you only have one kid to get in and out of a car seat to do to-dos. Like those are the kinds of things that you have to be really strategic and get ahead of your motherhood life. And like I said, this is only you're going to know the best times yeah. that I can do is, is try and spark some, some thought processes in your minds to get you thinking, oh, well, what if I did this? And maybe what if I pulled this back to here? And what if I moved that around to here? And it's, it's an experimentation and it's really going to be an art that you fine tune as you go because your kids are changing so rapidly. Like every, especially the, the baby, right? Like every three months, it's something totally new and that yeah. will become more predictable. So your schedule will become more predictable. Um, I do have a question about your schedule. So do you guys have pretty much, I know that his schedule is like off and on because of his rotating. Yeah. Rotating schedule. But on the days where like, he's not working, does your schedule look pretty much the same based on like, okay, we're going to get up at this time and yeah. we're going to do this gym or do that gym or have yeah. lunch at this time and do nap at this time. Okay. Yeah, our days are pretty much identical, no matter who's working, who's home, what's coming and going. And that is the, that is the safety net and the foundation that I talk about. There is 100% consistency and dependability that is upheld most of the time. Now, obviously there are circumstances that come up. There are special occasions. There are certain times when we say, Oh, you know, Frankie doesn't have to get up tomorrow morning. So, Hey, let's stay up and let's watch a movie. And that's like a, that's like a treat, you know, that's not something that we do all the time as they get older, maybe, but 
in order for everyone in our house to be happy campers, we really stick to a very predictable schedule. I'm a little like, ah, now I need to pull myself together and do it. Just, just start with like brainstorming what, start with a workbook, go download that workbook girl and go through the yeah. workbook because it'll help you really know what you need to put in your week. Start getting consistent with what needs to go in your week. Yeah. I think that like, I just had this vision of when I became a mom, I was like, well, that was my job. Like, I'll just be a mom. But now I'm like, well, what am I going to do when I'm not a mom? <laughs> you can worry about that when you get there. You don't have I'm gonna to go. Right I'm going to go back and teach. I'm going to go back and teach. But now I'm like, well, I could still be doing stuff like now. You could like, explore it for a little while and see what happens. There's nothing wrong with you trying something and putting yourself out in the world and then saying, you know what? That's not for me. Like that's okay too. Well, wasn't that all kinds of fun? Who knew that a motherhood productivity session could cause so much genuine laughter? I cannot stop talking about how impactful this hour is with you moms. If you are in a position where you know that you are ready to step into the motherhood that you were designed to be and you want to sit down and get my eyes and my heartbeat on what you're doing every day, please go over to my website, chelseajoe.co and click on motherhood productivity session because the most important thing that you do right now, if you're listening to this episode and you've made it this far to the very end and you feel like this could be the turning point for you is that you reach out. I would love nothing more than to be a partner to you in your journey through motherhood.